Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. This morning, I want to talk to all of us about a burden for a lost soul. A burden for a lost soul. Hallelujah. I've been praying and I've been believing God. The Lord has been speaking to me about lost souls. Souls who are lost. Hallelujah. And I believe that we have been saved to save others. Tell your neighbor, I have been saved to save others. Amen. Amen. So, what I'm going to say right now, I'm going to preach some portion of a book I'm writing. Amen. The supreme task of the church is to win souls. I say what? Hallelujah. Me, my topmost priority is to run a search and rescue missions of souls in the chambers of hell. That is my topmost priority. That I will run what? A search and rescue missions of souls in the chambers of hell. I don't know what is your topmost priority. The best way you can live your life is to live for God. As I thought, The best way you can live your life is to live for him. So if you are not living for him, that is not the best way. Actually, are you living for him? Have you won a soul before? Or ask that question. Amen. So this is a charge for all of us so that we we'll go out there. There are people in our hostels there are people in our who are our roommates who, do, who have not heard anything about Jesus. And you are comfortably sitting in that room chatting. You've never invited that person. That, oh, oh, come. Let's come to KCF. Have you done that before? Say, so I'm minding my own business. Who told you you have a you are minding your own business? John Wesley, in blessed memory, says something. He said, I have one business on the earth. It's to save souls. D.L. Moody said something. He had a covenant with God that at least a day he will win one soul. So one day he didn't go out to win. Around 10 p.m. He had a strong conviction. I have to move out. These are great men. What have you sacrificed for the propagation of the gospel? What have you? Let me move straight to the message. You see, the angels, even before Jesus Christ was born, the angels proclaimed to the world that the mission of Jesus Christ is to save souls. According to Matthew chapter 1, verse number 21. The angels, they came to announce to humanity that the ultimate goal of Jesus Christ coming to the earth realm is to save what sinners. 
Let's read Matthew 1 21. Matthew 1 21. Read for me. I need a fast reader because a lot of scriptures. Read it louder. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. He shall save his people from what? Sin. That was what the angel said though. The angel said unto what? Mary. And you will give birth to a son. His name will be called Jesus. He will save his people from what? Sin. So if the angels proclaim that Jesus Christ was coming to save humanity from their sinful nature. Now Jesus Christ himself said it in, in Luke chapter 19 verse number 10. Luke chapter 19 verse 10. Jesus said it. Luke chapter 19 verse 10. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. The Son of Man came to seek and that which was lost. So Jesus Christ died for the redemption of humanity. The third thing I want to say, if angels said it, Jesus Christ himself said And there were people who said it. According to 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 15. 1 Timothy 1, verse 15. This is a faithful saying. And worthy of all acceptation that Jesus that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. He came to the world to save what sinners. The question I want to ask you: do you have burden for lost souls? When was the last time that you were praying where you were deeply crying to God? God, I want this brother of mine to be saved. Have you done that before? Beautiful woman. Have you ever prayed that prayer before? I've been praying that God will save who, who and who. Some of your friends. Are they saved? So what are you doing next? The Holy Ghost will direct you. Amen. There was a man called George Muller was a man of God. He had five friends. And these five friends were not born again. In, if you study church history, he was the man, the only man who prayed for someone for a half a century. We are talking about he, prayed, he interceded for someone for 52 years. Half a century. Study church history. He was the only man. So he started interceding. A few months, one became born again. After 10 years, two became born again, making three. The fourth one, it took him 25 years for that person to be saved. The last one, it took him 52 years. If you don't want, he didn't even live to see. The very day he died, the time there was, they were burying George Muller was the very day that person gave his life to God. So, 
when it comes to the place of soul winning, it is very important for us to pray. Tell your neighbor, pray. You have a responsibility to pray for the lost soul. Say, I have a responsibility to pray for the lost soul. If you read the book of Romans chapter 10, or see my prayer and my desire for Israel is to be saved. Romans 10. Romans chapter 10 from verse 1. Brethren, my heart desire and prayer to God for Israel. I say my prayer and my heartfelt desire is that they might be saved. That they might be saved. People of God, children of God, when was the last time you prayed for a, a roommate who is not saved? Do you pray for your roommate? The place is quiet. Next semester, please, we are going out there. Evangelism. Room to room. Go and propagate the gospel. When you're on campus, go and speak to people about God. When you are in your home, go out and speak to them about God. All of us here, we have one responsibility. is to go out there and speak to people about what Jesus. True of us. So winning is not for a pastor or a church worker. Eh? Is so winning is not? It is for everybody according to Mark chapter 16 verse number 15. See, go ye into the world. He didn't say a pastor. He is a prophet. He is a teacher. He is an evangelist. Let's read it. Mark chapter 16 verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to and every preach creature. preach the gospel to what? To every creature. To every creature. It means that whether the person is a Muslim, uh, Hindu, name them. Preach to them. You have a responsibility as a child of God to go out there and propagate the gospel. Tell your neighbor to go out there. The gospel stands for going out, especially preaching the eternal life. That is what the gospel stands for. Going out there, especially preaching the eternal life. Amen. You see, I saw an angel and this angel is holding a placard and they, I saw that they've written Adam on it. And I saw the angel standing in UK. So when, when I'm done teaching, I'll continue. Okay. I want you to understand this. That you have a responsibility to go out there and preach what? The gospel. Write down. Reasons why I must go out to win souls. Reasons why. So we need bring eternal satisfaction to God. I will explain this. Anytime we go out there 
to preach their gospel, God is satisfied. You know why? It means that his death or crucifixion was not in vain. So if you are not going out there to preach the gospel, you are not bringing any eternal satisfaction to him. I think you are not doing all. Because according to John chapter 3 verse 6, I say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should. So Christ died for us. So anytime we go out there and we are preaching, you see, we are, we are saying that we are grateful. Lord, your, your works was not in vain. But if you are not going out there to preach, you are not going out there to propagate the gospel, you are not bringing any eternal satisfaction to him. Hallelujah. You see, as a Bible student, I have discovered this. Study the Bible. You see, when people get killed, eh, when people are delivered, oh, me, eh, God is happy. But there's only one thing that the entire heaven celebrates is when a soul is saved. I can pray for you to be healed. Heaven will not jubilate. The whole heaven will not jubilate. But if a soul is saved today, the whole 24 elders, the four living friends, and the host of angels, they come together and they begin to celebrate. According to Luke chapter 15, verse number 10. So, so winning brings joy to heaven. This is what we know what? Luke chapter 15, number 10. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. So, the whole heaven is jubilating because of what? Yeah. But I can, I can pray for you to see. I can do deliverance by the grace of God. Healing, name them. But, the whole heaven will not celebrate that one. God will be happy about the whole heaven. Will, but when one sinner if you go out there, there are people in your hostels. There are some people out there, they are doing this orgies. Yeah, they, they are doing, there are people are drinking. There are people are smoking. One message of love from you will save that person. Say one message of what? Yeah. Go out there. Go out there. Tell your neighbor, go out there. And propagate the gospel. Hallelujah. Yeah, it brings joy. It brings what? It says it brings what? It brings what? Yeah, it brings what? Joy. Yeah. You see, the reason why you must go out for soul winning or, or evangelism is this. Because of the value of souls. Because of what? Let me tell you. If you read Mark chapter 8, verse number 35 and 36. Mark chapter 8, verse 35 to 36. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Very good. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what shall he profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? So, the value of soul. God, you see, Anytime you go out there, eh, 
money because of the value of their soul. Everybody carried the deposit of God. Everybody carried the deposit of God. Because everybody, the believer and the unbeliever were created in the image and the likeness of God, two of us. So, the unbeliever carried the deposit of God. So, you have to value that soul. You have to speak to that person. That that person will come into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Do you get what I'm saying? So, because of the value of souls. That's the reason why we have to go out there. Hallelujah. Oh, I can't hear you. Point number four, eh? The realities of hell. Hell is a reality. Don't think that hell is not there. (laughs) Hell is there. The realities of hell. That is why we have to preach. Many people think that when we talk about hell, hell is a it's one story. Hell exists. It is there. You know what is there. Luke chapter 16, verse 19. They will not go to 19. Come to verse 23. The realities of what? Hell. Luke chapter 16, verse 23. And in hell, he lifts up his eyes, being in torment. And the rich man, oh. The rich man. God, verse 10 is talking about there was a rich man. Okay. Now, hell is a reality. Tell somebody, hell is a reality. Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, I can't hear you. Yes. Hell is a reality. So, we have to go out there. Tell anybody, we have to go out there. Yeah. You see, hell is real. I've had a lot of depth near experiences plenty. How oh, is real? Heaven is real. Hallelujah. So there are people who are not saved, and you call they are your friends. Talk to them about Christ. Let's talk to them about Hallelujah. Now, you see, even though you are writing exams and some of you are done and you are going home. Okay. Now, doing this. Christmas festivity, you see a lot of things. They have what they call the more day. It's coming, 26th, remember? People, people will go. People will go. Yeah, more day, they will go and they will go. 25th, 26th, they will go. They will go and party. They will drink. They will watch movies. They will do this. But the question I want to ask you is that after all this, what is next? After all these things, what's next? If that time I'm going to use to go and there and be talking about if I use that time to go out there and go and speak to someone, I'm snatching somebody from the chambers of hell. That's my topmost priority. That I will do a search and rescue missions of souls. Do you, you say you know about search and rescue? Are you sure you know about search and rescue? What is search and rescue? What is search and rescue mission? Search and rescue, you are talking about people. Maybe there, there's a calamity, there's something happening. So yeah, they are looking for the people, their victims. Hallelujah. Maybe there can be an earthquake or there's a fire outbreak or something. So we are looking for the victims. We are, we are, we are rescuing them. 
They do a lot when it comes to sea. They do a lot of search and rescue. Hallelujah. I want you to have this mindset that I have to go out there. I have to go out there. You see, if you don't win souls, you are not wise. The reason why we win souls is that because we are wise. Say we are wise. Yeah. So if you are not winning souls, you are not what? Eh? I didn't say it. Oh, it's in the Bible. But I didn't say it. Daniel chapter 12. Verse number 3. I didn't say it. Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever. So if you want even your star, everybody carry a star. If you want your star to shine, you have to be an addicted soul winner. See, those who win souls are wise. If you come to Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. So if you are not winning souls, you are not wise. I am not saying it. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. Yes. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. It's wise. It's what? So if you're not winning souls, you're not old. I didn't say it. Tell your neighbor. Oh, tell your neighbor. No, I didn't say, don't say I didn't say it. Don't say that. Tell your neighbor. If you don't win souls, eh? Hallelujah. If you don't win souls, you are not old. Yeah. You see, the scary part is what I'm about to say right now. I wanted to give you 20. I've written 100 reasons why I must be an addicted soul winner. I have 100 reasons. Why I must preach the gospel. So these are checks. Anytime I wake up, I look at it. Today, have I spoken to someone who doesn't know? So I'm deliberate. I'm deliberate. I see someone in Africa today, him or her, about God. If you insult me, cry, I'll say, You see, we are going to give an account of the souls. So if I am in room, I saw a vision about someone Wednesday. Yeah, so <laughs> Ratifa. Why is she? Why is she? Who is your friend? Come. Don't, don't, be, don't be afraid, though, please. Where do you come from? Where do you come from? Do you have a friend? Who is your friend? Who? Peter, come. Peter, who is your friend? Do teaching on Daniel. Come, hey, 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 please. It's not, you are not in trouble. I beg. Why? So, <laughs> okay. These are your friends. Oh, these are your friends. He's your friend. She's your friend. 
Udah masyong kaum nawal apa? Hallelujah. Now, you see these three friends. Okay. See these three. If one of them backslides. Now, she's your friend. And your friend is Daniel. Okay. Now, if these two sees that now Daniel does not come to church, Daniel does not read the Bible. Hallelujah. Please pardon me. Okay. But let me say what God wants me to say. Okay. You know why I said you should mention a friend? Because of me, I'm sensitive. Okay. Now, the way you are supposed to worship God, you are not worshiping God that way. Now, if they don't call you, they don't check up, they don't make sure that you are rooted in God. One, God will require your blood from them. They will give an account of your soul. According to Ezekiel chapter 3 verse number 18. So, that's the scary part. Too. So I can have a friend who is misbehaving. Says, it's a life. No! That very friend, God will require that blood from me. God will do what? So look at the friends you have. Oh, shit. Daniel. Huh? So, he's your friend. So, if you are coming to church, you call him. Why? <laughs> you call him. No. When was the last time? We checked up on him that, oh, Daniel, long time, for some time now you have not been coming to church. What is the problem? Daniel, what is the problem? You don't know. Or you love your hostel. Or you are tired. Now, if they don't check up, you see, there are a lot of us here. We, we have friends. Once upon a time, they, were, they are born again. But today, they are backslidden. I'm not saying, I'm not saying they are backslidden. No, please. I'm making an example, please. And they are not coming to church. What are you doing about it? Tana. Since the semester B, how many people have you won? Zero. Okay. I like your confidence. Zero. But you're happy at saying zero. Yeah? So, come inside. I want you to look at them very well. 
Once upon a time, you had friends who come. Where are they? Not there, those who are here, those who are not here. What have you done? Eh? Nothing. Stand there for me. Amen. You see, hindrances to soul healing. Hindrances to soul healing. Use the remaining time to prophesy to one or two people. Amen. When it comes to messages like this, you see that the, the, the church is quiet. They don't like such messages. Please, next semester, if you see your friend sleeping Saturday, Saturday morning, wake up, go. What evangelism? Go and talk to someone about Christ. Go and talk to someone about you are safe to save others. You are blessed to bless others. You are delivered to deliver others. You get what I'm saying? So, don't say that I'm, I'm safe. It's my life. If she says she won't come to church, why should I worry? Eh. No. You see, I was doing a research and I realized that our number one problem is we don't even know the difference between outreach and evangelism. So, many churches are doing outreach, but they are not doing evangelism. When you talk about you are, you are visiting a community or a, or a city or a town for a need, maybe they need health care, they need water, they need food. So, many people will go and pack those things and go and say, we are going evangelism. Which evangelism? When you talking about evangelism, you are challenging someone's faith. To put their hope and their trust in Jesus Christ. This is evangelism. You are challenging that man or woman to put their faith and their hope in Jesus Christ. So, the number one is that we don't know the difference between outreach and what? Evangelism. Two, we don't understand the values of souls. If you know the value of a soul, you go out there and propagate the gospel. Three, the church of God is more interested in their personal needs than reaching out to souls. You sitting here, you are waiting for me to mention your name, your hometown. And the Lord carried my spirit and I entered into a room Then I came back I say, man of God, you are deep. If I say right now, the Lord is talking to me that we should go out there, room to room. They say, man of God, this one. Because of our personal needs, we can't go out there to evangelize. We can't go out there to win souls. Hallelujah. Point number four. The reason why most of us we don't go for Embo because we are lazy. We belong to a kingdom. 
And in, in this kingdom, we don't want men who are lazy, women who are lazy. It's not allowed. Give me Romans 12, verse 11. God doesn't want lazy people. Wait, my mommy, NIV, NLT, Amplify. Romans chapter 12, verse 11. NIV. Never be lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual favor, serving the Lord. Very good. Some of us, we lack the zeal to go out there and talk. Oh, dear. I mean, evangelism is not for me. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Point number five. So all those people are lazy. Say mercy, Lord. How many people have won souls this semester? Lift your right hand up. If you lie out, I'll cut you off. How many people here since the semester began to now? The semester has ended. How many souls have you won? Oh, lift your right hand up. I have a gift for you. Come. Lois, you see where we need so. Where is the soul? Lois. Yeah. So you have not, that means you have won the soul. I didn't tell number, sorry. So how did you win the soul? Who again? So where's the soul? Zana. Who? Who? This one. Oh, please, Anna. Eh. So, you won her. Eh. You won her. You went to preach to, her, to him about God. Or it's, it's church transfer. Eh. I born again. Amen. Don't, don't feel shy, okay? Don't be intimidated. Me, I love people who are into all manner of things. This, these are people I like them to be my friends. I used to preach in night club. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not leaving. We have places that, oh, Reverend Land knows those places. Eh? We have places, you see. Yeah. When it is Friday like this, you see young girls. Oh, oh you see them, plenty. See them, I'll be standing there and I'll be preaching. Then you see those people, big, big men and they will come and tell you, you are spoiling our market. And that, you are doing your team and preaching. I didn't mention it. Do what you are doing and preaching. I'm not saying we're in priority, please. Please, me, me, God spoke to me, personal. Go there and preach. 
Maybe God has not spoken to you about that place. Maybe you don't have the capacity now for that. But those people in your room, you can talk to them about Christ. Two of us. You have friends. You see, the reason why many people are not, the reason why one of the hindrances for so we need that, we don't want to befriend the unbeliever. But some of them, eh, you have to show them the love of God. You have to show them the love of God. If you go out there and say, hey, they will go. No, no, they will never become born. You, you need to show them because in the book of John chapter 13, verse 34 to 35, what proves that you are a child of God is the love. Hallelujah. Okay, oh, sit down. I'll come to you. Okay. Don't be scared, okay? Who again? How many is that? Apart from there, who again I was say? Oh, lift up your hand. I saw your hand. So, where is Esau? Esau is not here. So, how did you win Esau? So, so, where is the so? Hallelujah. Where again? Where is the so? Now, you see, let me talk about something right now. You see, there's one of the difficulty hindrances we have is the follow up. It's very difficult. Is it? Is it is it a one? But you, you, where is the soul? Is it? When you have won the soul, the soul should be able to be doing that. If you are here, the soul should be here. That means you have won the person's soul. The person should be able to pray, read the Bible, come to church. That means you have won the person's soul. But because you are, you've won, the, you've left the soul, but you are here. Oh, Jesus. You see, if you have won someone, you have to follow up. Go. Check up. I used to iron people's dress for them. Hey. Yeah. I'll, I'll wake up. I'll run and down train. I'll, I'll go to their, their room. I say, okay. Brother Gwen, Bob, give me the dress you, you wear. I'll be ironing it. Well, and I say, okay, now we can go. Amen. Yes. Some of them, when they go, say, man of God, I don't have belt. I don't have, I say, okay, don't worry. I'll go and buy the belt for them. I shoot for them. I want them to be saved. So whatever it will take me that these people will be saved, I'll do it. No, when you go, they give you an excuse. I don't have a dress. I'll get you a dress. One guy, hey, this guy, hey, I, I, I did what I could do. Hey. <laughs> said, man of God, don't have a shoe, but his shoe. Everything. And he said, man of God, when I, when, when I enter the church, everybody there will see me as a bad person. And because of my nature, and I said, who told you so? I said, man of God, you are not the first person, and you will not be the last. And he said, 
Anytime he accepts Jesus Christ as his Lord and first master, like people talk to him about salvation, then he will tell the people, what shows that if I go there, these people will love me and treat me like their own? Then I said, you see the way I'm talking? I said, you are different. The people in the church. So he would tell me, I said, man of God, all the other people have understood it too. But me, my first proof is that I'll, I'll wear the dress I'm wearing. He would used to smoke, drink, you see, some problem. He said, Prof, I don't have a problem, I'll follow you to church. But when we enter church, see what the usher is going to tell me. It's like the guy is a prophet. I'm telling you, when we entered the very church, I told him, okay, which church do you want to go? He, he pointed the church he wanted to go. He said, man, you are not going to tell me the church I should go. You see, sometimes God sends you to people to know and understand certain things. Although I will not mention it here. When we went, when we went, when they also said, is this person coming to us? I said, and look at the way he has done. I said, what is your problem? And the guy turned and said, I told you, we did that to 10 churches. 10. 10. 10 churches. Do you know, do you know the interesting thing that up to today. I was writing something. Our apostle sent me something. A video. And I responded to him. This is what we are discussing about. It. So we went to 10 different churches. The, the amazing thing is that when we are about to enter the last church, listen to what this young man said. He said, you know the saddest thing. This church, they will allow me, but the man of God will not preach about salvation. So, we got there. We entered truly, truly. We entered like the way you are sitting. Eh? The way you are sitting. We sat, we sat at the back. Sitting like this. So when the man of God came, the man of God started singing. People of God, when I turned, there was no one sitting by me. There was no one sitting. The voice of the Lord. The man you were speaking to is an angel. Let me tell you, I always tell people that you don't know who you are talking to. So when you go out there, be careful of how you treat people. When people who used to smoke, who you know the bad things they have done. God still loved them. You, the time you are not born again, God still loved you. God's love there, it doesn't change you. He loved us. God's word said, yes, we're sinners. God loved us. God died for us. So, because you know somebody who used to do those things, drink, womanize, watch pornography, you know. So, it's like, when you see the person, hey, this one is coming to church. No. Be careful, the horses. When you see somebody, you are, you are quick to judge the person. Who is this person? I, no, you are welcome. Give me whoever you see. The Bible said, Give all honor. Bible said, Honor all men. He didn't say, Honor a pastor and dishonor your mother. No, so you see that when they are coming, it's like the way he is dressed. Okay, I'll come to dressing. Don't worry. 
Sometimes the way we, we portray ourselves, that's why people are not coming. Then they are child of God. You wear something. When a person watch you, what is Christ like about you? Have you asked yourself that question? Eh? Big boss, have you asked yourself that question? The way you are dressed, will it encourage someone to come to church? Remember, we are going to. Sometimes we are going ahead that people can dress so we need. When a person look at you, the way you have dressed, and the person look at us, no, 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 no. Be simple. The simplicity of the gospel. Simple. You see, sometimes the way you carry yourself about can be a hindrance. Not somebody not coming to church. You don't know. Sana. Let me do illustration. How will you not be a Okay. You've been coming to KCF for some time now. You come to church every Sunday. Who said yes? See the way you are dressed. Is it not beautiful? Oh, is it not beautiful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, see the way of it's nice. So you are going to evangelism again. And maybe the dress was here. Eh? Here you go. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. My sister, you need to give your life to God. That is the only way you can enjoy eternal life. The person asks you, are you sure you are born again? Can't you see I'm born again? Just look at the resting. He said, oh, you worship God from the heart. Yeah. Worship God from heart. Let me tell you, if you are born again, everything about you should be born again. The way you talk, the way you carry yourself about. You can't tell me you are born again, you dress and you'll be exposing certain things. When somebody look at you, you won't come to church. The people you are in the same hostel of you are a member of KCF. Maybe those people, they are not born again. Then they will do something, then you will shut them. He said, you just came and said, what? I will tell you my mind. Hallelujah. Please. Your character is very important. Your character is what? Eh? I said, what? Yeah, you are the reason why people are not coming to KCF. I'm telling you, we I'm born in bad character. You are not, you are not a good ambassador of God. If you're a good ambassador of God, and you go out there, you speak well. Is even the ambassador of Ghana to US? They have to portray that they are, they are Ghanaian. He's a Ghanaian. But you, are you portraying that you are a child of God? Are you ambassador of the kingdom of God? Oh, the football man, they play what? Bet. Super bet. You think I don't know? <laughs> yes. 
You see them, they will bet, and somebody is in the room with you. Well, that person said, friend said, this person said he goes to church. Look at super bet. Eh? Mercy. Amen. Shall I be outstanding? You are going to pray.
Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.